Hi, this is Van with Between Two Trains. Before we bring you another great episode, I wanted to tell you about an event we are partnering on with one of our excellent sponsors, Oxygen Financial. On April 23rd, Between Two Trains will be co-hosting the 6th annual Shambly Shredding event. The Shredding Truck will be at Shambly Plaza on Peachtree Boulevard from 11 to 2 on Monday, April 23rd. This is a free event for all, so bring all your old documents and have them shredded right on the spot. Welcome, my name is Theo, and you're listening to Between Two Trains, a bi-monthly business podcast. Each month, we bring you the best and brightest entrepreneurs and business owners in the North DeKalb area. Today, your co-hosts are Van Pappas of Oxygen Financial and Tom Abbott of Thomas Ramon Realty. And now, Between Two Trains. Good morning and welcome again to Between Two Trains. That was our wonderful announcer, Theo Pappas. Yes, he is my son. I like him. He, he does a good job. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So once again, Tom Abbott, my co-host. Uh, Tom, welcome to the show. And uh, we got a great guest that we're going to bring on here in a little while uh, from Idea Gallery. And as always, before we get started with our guests, uh, we are going to do our segment called Entrepreneur Talk. So this week, we're going to talk about the difference between an LLC and a C-Corp. And I know that's pretty Spoken boring. Spoken from a financial planner. Financially, there you yeah, go. absolutely. So, you know, a lot of people ask me what the difference is between the two. And, you know, we have a lot of business owners in the Chamber of Commerce and a lot of them own, have LLCs, and uh, there really is a difference from a taxation perspective. There's also a difference between a liability perspective, and so, uh, you know, I have an LLC, Tom. What, what about yourself? Do you have one? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually set up with an LLC as well, and uh, prior to the show, you were kind of ta- we were kind of going over some of these topics, and, and you mentioned how the new tax laws are, are changing what you should be doing, so I'll be reaching out to my accountant to say, okay, do, is it time for me to make some type of organization? organizational change yeah, uh, based on some things. You're right about the tax plan. So Trump's tax plan that was just recently uh, passed uh, this year is going to make it more attractive for business owners to convert their LLCs to C-Corps. Now let's talk a second about why that is. You know, the problem with the C-Corp over the years has been uh, there's more requirements that have to be filed to have a C-Corp. Right. And, you know, you have to have a board of directors. And a lot of times business owners, uh, who, especially driven business owners, don't want to have to deal with a board. They want to do everything themselves. And so they avoid the C-Corp. But the huge advantage of the C-Corp is that it provides a wall between you and the business from a liability standpoint. If someone wants to sue the company, they're suing the company and not necessarily you personally. From a taxation standpoint, though, a C-Corp in the past has always had more taxes because the company has to pay taxes and then the company pays you an income and then you have to pay taxes and a lot of people don't and like we're that. We're entrepreneurs. We don't like to pay taxes. No one likes to pay taxes. <laughs> I definitely Nobody don't. Nobody does. But with the new Trump tax plan, those tax rates are coming down and what people are going to find with an LLC where it was all passed through income to them and they were paying whatever their tax, personal tax rate was, they are finding that in a lot of situations they will be paying less taxes by converting to a C-Corp. So something that, uh, you know, 
not a necessarily sexy topic to talk about, but definitely something that if you're out there with your LLC, have that conversation with your accountant, your financial planner, your CPA, and see if it's worthwhile uh, changing. It's on my list. It's on your list to do. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and um, bring in one of our sponsors, and then we will be right back um, with our special guest from Idea Gallery. We actually got uh, uh, two individuals from Idea Gallery, and we'll bring them on right after this break. You're listening to Between Two Chains. Are you a Shambly entrepreneur or business owner? Do you want to support the Shambly business community? Then come join the Shambly Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber is dedicated to promoting and advocating for the business interests of our diverse community. Through our partnerships with government and community organizations, the Chamber looks to nurture positive business growth. The Shambly Chamber also offers many different sponsorship and hosting opportunities at our monthly breakfast meetings, which feature business leaders and speakers from around the Atlanta area, and at our larger events, such as the annual State of the City Address. Join the Chamber today to open a whole world of networking and advertising opportunities for your business. Learn more at shamblychamber.org. All right, welcome back to Between Two Trains. We are here in the plush studios of the Shambly Chamber of Commerce. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I know, it's, it's beautiful here. And Shambly's such a hot commodity right now. We've seen so much development. And one of the new businesses that have come in over the last couple of years is a wonderful gallery called Idea Gallery right on uh, Peachtree Road in downtown Shambly. And we have here with us our, our guests, Amy Spangler and Hannah Bridges from Idea Gallery. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. All right. So tell us first. So Idea Gallery started about a couple of years ago. When did it start? Uh, almost exactly two Years. Okay, two years yeah. ago. Now, uh, how did, what was the inspiration? Was there something that said, hey, I want to open an art gallery? I, I, I want to disclose, I'm a financial planner. I know nothing about art other than I know it drives economic activity. So what was the purpose for opening Idea Gallery? The purpose was for 38 years I've been an interior designer. Okay. So I've been buying art for other people for 38 years and know a lot of the artists that are represented at idea and i've wanted a gallery since i was a little girl my mom took me to art galleries instead of you always hear people whose parents take them to movies and then they want to go into the movie business i wanted to be around art all the time um so it ended up that i just kept thinking about it more and more and more and more and i moved to brookhaven right on the border of Shambly Mm -hmm. in 2006. And the timing was just right Mm because I was driving down Peachtree and there was a for rent sign outside the space that idea is in. And that was it. It was the rest is history. Yeah, the universe threw it into my... Now, uh, isn't there a part of Atlanta that's sort of uh, representative of art and galleries? Uh, you know, over there on Piedmont, is there a section where there's a lot of galleries? Yeah, there's stuff? a lot of galleries. The, uh, Miami Circle, mm-hmm. um, Midtown, mm-hmm. now um, downtown. They're everywhere. Galleries are everywhere. So did you find that, hey, you know, those areas were not for you? What made you say, hey, 
other than driving down the street and seeing this for a rent sign, uh, you know, why, why because here? I, I always wanted to do something that was not a typical gallery. So when you go to, I've been going to all those galleries, finding art for clients. Um, not as many times as you'd think, most times because a client walked into a gallery. I know all the gallery owners. We've known each other for a very long time, the ones that are still in Atlanta. Um, but the reason for the gallery is that if you're an artist and you get into a gallery, there's a large percentage markup on the art. And I don't have that. So it makes it easier for the artists to market at a price for it to be sold. I think I think um, from my visits to to the gallery, um, it's I totally I and now having heard you talk about your gallery and why you started it, wanting it from a little kid, I can so see your vision because it is such a un it's a unique location. First of all, it's not a white it's, box with right, concrete floors. It's not floors in a big and building. It's not. It's not in a um, like a downtown or midtown, you're in the cool little vibe of downtown Chambly with some restaurants around it and you know, just all that kind of stuff. And when you walk in, it's just got a neat feel to it. So, I mean, it's, you definitely, you're, you've accomplished your goal, certainly from, from what it looks and how it feels when you go in the space. Would you say that you're trying to market to maybe a demographic that is not that, uh, you know, I mean, someone, the more common man, someone who's maybe middle class who says, yeah, I want some art, but I'm not spending $10,000 on a piece of art, you know, is that really what you're trying to do with idea? Yes, I think that anyone should have beautiful art. I think anyone should have a beautiful interior design job also mm-hmm. without without having to spend a fortune. So Are you still doing interior design or I are you am. just doing the art gallery? So you're I doing am. both. Yes. Okay. And now, Hannah, you're, you've come on with Idea over the last, well, you've been with them now about a year, or how long? Um, less than that. Less I than came you? on in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what's your role with the company? So, I just, I kind of just help keep things running, running smoothly. Amy definitely, she has, she brings the energy and the vision. I think I kind of, I tend to some of the more kind of more details and I just I try to keep the operation running smoothly. It's been working well. Yeah, and the Instagram and the mm-hmm. Facebook right. and the you're doing a lot of the oh, marketing yeah. for mm-hmm. the for the yes, organization. Definitely. Yeah. So is that I mean is that really the way the art world works? Is there a lot of social media or is there some other source that you market to? Yeah, in every all of the reporter newspapers, mm-hmm. there's an um, there's an ad, um, soon to be an article about Shambly. Okay. And all the businesses in Chambly, which we've been working on for a couple mm-hmm. of months. Um, so it sounds like you're passionate about the Chambly area. <laughs> I am a little bit passionate, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Tom and I are too. We have yeah. a special uh, near and dear to our hearts with Chambly. And I think you're seeing a lot of development going on. How is that affecting all this new development, new people moving in, new apartments, new housing? Is that affecting your business? Are you seeing more traffic? Yeah, that is affecting the business. There's more people walking, but that's also due to more restaurants opening. Um, and also people come. We have meetings at the gallery for the uh, Shambly History Project, which is run out of the gallery. Uh, Tell us a little so. about that. What, what, this is a project, uh, you know, I know my wife is helping you all with that. Yeah, she um, is. This is a project that is commissioned by the city. Yeah. And what are you all trying to do with this project? 
Um, not let the history of Shambly disappear as it becomes a new city. Okay. Full of a lot of young people, and which is what you want, mm-hmm. and all of this new growth and trying to get little things done. Uh, well, first of all, documenting and archiving, which is what Lori does so beautifully. Um, it's history from World War I. Uh, and um, in the present, when a developer comes and takes down an old building and puts up a new building, there should at least be a plaque on the outside of the building that says what was there, or you know that the train stopped here and let soldiers off to go to Fort Gordon or to get their uniforms, stuff like that. Well, and if you hear the interesting uh, comment that she's making there, earlier this month we had Robert Pond on, and he was talking about adaptive reuse of buildings and how he was talking about millennials are so much more into that of like history. I can remember when I was a kid, I didn't give crap, crap. about history right. and any of that kind of stuff. And now you, you see that. So you mentioned that and he mentioned that. So Robert, Robert was, was the one that's doing the, uh, the old, yeah, the old yeah, church. Bigger. So that's a part of that history project, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all so are looking at talk. old, old buildings like that church. Yeah. And there should be something, a plaque, a, you know, a bronze we'll plaque. Connect, we'll yeah. connect you with Robert. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. y'all can work that okay. out on your own. <laughs> but let's get back to talking about um, Idea Gallery and, and your business. So you mentioned about uh, marketing the uh, newspapers mm-hmm. and also Facebook. So, uh, Hannah, what are you doing? You know, people like to understand how Facebook works. Is there anything specific you're doing with social media to, to get that word out? Are you just posting regularly or what, what are you doing special? I would say that our chief platform is actually probably Instagram because an art gallery is just instantly conducive to Instagram because it's more image focused. It's easier to scroll through. So I often (laughs) (laughs) subliminal messaging. All right, Amy. I mean, that was subliminal messages to come (laughs) shop at Idea Gallery. (laughs) I um, but one so one thing I do is I'll post new pieces as we get them, or if there's a piece that is that just kind of strikes me as really great one day I'll post that I, I try to uh, kind of spread it out so that we have really all of our artists being represented on social media and I try to make the posts as regular as possible I also have been um, and some of our more popular posts actually are just kind of daily happenings around the gallery like I'll take a picture of Amy hanging something which you probably just love (laughs) 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 something like that that just kind of shows not just the art that we're currently carrying but also what goes into working in a gallery and it's been a really cool experience because probably the most common question I get asked besides are you Amy's daughter is um they ask that oh yeah they do yeah Yeah. and I I say yes I have done an incredible (laughs) job obviously (laughs) but um I get asked all the time without doing any of the work right (laughs) if I'm an artist literally and and so um and, and I'm not uh but I have loved being able to work in a gallery and see how it's run. So I think that... Do you have a background in art or something? Uh, She's a writer, so she Uh, is an artist. Okay. Yes. It's a different type of art. Yeah. You're writing the great Um, American novel? Yeah, working on it. Are you working on it? (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't have the attention span for a novel right now. But... um, but yeah, so my background's in creative writing. I've always adored art. I loved every art history class I ever took. But this is all very new for me. And so I think that I've been trying to kind of come at it with a fresh perspective because, again, I'm, I'm learning as I go. And I, it's been such a great adventure. Now, now, Amy, you know, we're 
obviously a podcast that talks with business owners and entrepreneurs. So you start this business two years ago. What kind of challenges did you have? I mean, was you're slitting your wrists? <laughs> no. I mean, you know, seriously, though, you know, were, was there a point where you said, hey, you know, this is tough. What am I doing? She yeah. has no stress highlights. She either has either has a really good colorist <laughs> or has... Okay. Oh, I think you embarrassed her. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, thinking back two years ago so, when you started, you know, what my, was the challenge? As an interior designer, I've always been on my own. So I started that 38 years ago. I've so this only, was really not that difficult for you? No, a startup is not difficult for me. Okay. Um, and did you fund this all yourself, or did you have to go out and get a loan, or how, how did you get this going? Uh, Small business loan from the SBA, or no? No, 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 no loans. Just funded it all my own. Um, went to the bank, um, had good credit, so they gave me a small business line of credit, which okay. I have no plans of ever touching. It just it's very good to have that. Um, so. I would never have gone into it if I didn't think I could do it. I have a three-year lease if I could do it that long on my own. Are you I happy with the space? Are you, are you thinking of expanding and mo or moving? I would love to have a larger space. Every day tells me that I should have a larger space, um, especially where we are. There's already an incredibly big challenge for parking in Chambly. And so in the building that I'm in, the very long building that I'm in, as one tenant, each tenant has two parking spaces. So it's a, it's a battle every day. It doesn't matter if you do cones or Brown and Brown Wrecking Company is going to come and get you or reserved for snob only. The someone will park. A snob, you mentioned snob. Is that one? Or of snob your... or idea? Sorry. Okay. Snob but that's is one my of your design business. firm. That's your yeah, design, design firm. firm. Okay. Yeah, that was a, just a slip up. No, that's okay. We Go. want people to know that you do have really two businesses. I have two here. businesses. Yes. Yeah. It's Idea Gallery, Innovate Design, Exhibit Art, and Snob Inc., which is stands for slightly north of Buckhead. So. Oh, I like that. Thank you. I like that. Or we could change it slightly north of Brookhaven. There you go. That's even better. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. yeah. I need a, I'm going to work on something like that. I need one you, of those. You need an acronym for your I business? Need an acronym, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I have a learning disability. So that's, the letters are perfect for me. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, one of the things we always ask all of our entrepreneurs is to tell us, uh, maybe you can tell, you know, so you've been an entrepreneur for decades now, um, you know, tell us, tell other potential entrepreneurs what the most important thing to do when starting a business. Is there one thing that you would say, this is what you really need to do when you start? Not be afraid. Not be afraid. Just as simple as that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a, that's a good answer, I think. Yeah. Because uh, if you're afraid, then you really, you you don't move forward as quickly as you want to because fear is just not a motivating factor, really. Amen. So, yeah, so just, you know, make sure you've got the money to get you through what you signed up for. That's one thing off your plate. So, and Do you find it a challenge, the difference between the financial side of running a business and you've got this great, you know, art background and, artistic type thing and now you're dealing with 
you know, the art side of the business, you know, what's the balancing act between the two? Is, or, or it's just, hey, one it's day at a time. It's just a balancing act. Balancing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Hannah is um, actually, she's really my right arm because she allows me to, you know, go and hang art at a design client's house or go work at a, on a design job and she covers the gallery, you know, yeah. so it's, um, yeah, it's just. Before we jump into Hot or Not, just real quick other question for you. How often, I think this would be interesting for, for our listeners, how often do you not so much change the artwork from the artists, but how often do you move it around the gallery? Like, Hannah, is that something like when, when Amy comes in tomorrow morning, she'll go, whoa, what happened while I was gone? Did we sell that piece? Or I come in with more art. Did we sell that piece? No, it's just in the other room. (laughs) Or I can be gone for two hours and come back with more art. We move art all the time. All the time. That was actually the scariest thing going into (laughs) into this job. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to... It's been great so far. Yeah, and the the other thing too is is that the, the, the reason, one of the, one of the, things that has happened because my gallery takes less percentage than another gallery, any other gallery, I think I'm the only one doing this, um, is that artists really want to be there. So then that's well, one I'm, of the I'm reasons why I want I'm glad you mentioned that because you're right. That, that, uh, before we move into high or not, that is something that I want to explore for a second. How do you get the artists? Do they... Do you well, go I mean, out I mean, looking for them, or do they say, hey, I need to come check out Idea and see if they can hang one of my right. pictures? Well, all of the above. So I've been buying from a lot of them for a very long time. So you've cultivated a network of artists right. who right. will submit stuff to you. Right. And then once the wheel started turning and the space was there, then um, a lot of things started happening. A lot of the places that are south, like Miami Circle or Midtown or Kirkwood or any of those places, they started booming. So the studio spaces started going through the roof. As far as like rent? Art, yeah, art studios. And so if I had an empty building right now in Chambly and I could just put up some sheetrock walls on some wheels, I could probably rent... 20 spaces to artists right now nice yeah so but anyway so that's that's really i had them to begin with i had a lot a lot of artists to begin with and then now they're just coming to me to to show their well we're going to transition into the last segment of our show you're listening to between two trains a podcast where we talk to the best and brightest entrepreneurs of the north DeKalb area uh, we're talking with Amy Spanier and Hannah Bridges from Idea Gallery. And so, Tom, we're going to do our normal hot or not. All right. So you're, you're lucky we're going right, to So we do let them, I mean, what we're doing in this segment is we're going to throw out some. Idea Gallery. Idea, she loves that Shut subliminal messaging. Gallery. We're going to throw Come out some. some champagne. <laughs> I love it, Amy. I love it. We're going to throw out some topics. We're going to ask you to tell us if this is a hot thing for you or not such a hot thing for you. What you got All first, right. Tom? First one is pop-up art venues or events. Pop-up art events. Not a hot thing for me. Really? Not hot. And is that because it kind of takes away from business coming into your gallery versus if it's a pop-up event going somewhere or 
difficult to manage or? Um, I'm just not sure it's necessary. That's okay. Good, that's fair enough. All right, yeah. cool. What about um, art incubators? Are those a hot thing or not such a hot thing? Should we have art incubators? And, uh, and what is an art incubator? <laughs> I, I, I envision chickens with eggs and, uh, and, a, and a light and a, a heat lamp. Yeah, it's like they're they're popping out paintings left and right. <laughs> you know, I think the word incubator is such a strange word, anyway. But um, I think if you put a bunch of creative people in a room and a conversation starts, and somebody controls the topic. I think it can't be anything but wonderful. I mean, I, I used to, I remember like corporations used to have um, think tanks and people would just go into a room and they would talk about the business at, at hand and they would just pump out ideas. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that that's how a lot of things get created and done. So an arts incubator sounds great. So hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Painting or sculptures? Ooh, painting or sculptures, which is hot, which is not. Or maybe they're both hot, or maybe they're both not. Okay, so I have that option. <laughs> okay, I think they're both hot. Okay. Yeah. And then if you were to take that further um, from a painting perspective, is there, and I'm not sure, correct me if I'm using the right word, medium, um, like watercolor, oil-based, whatever, however you, the different way you paint, is there something that's trending more popular now than the other that's hot or not? Mixed media. And what, mixed is that, me- what does that mean? Yeah, what explain that. that. I, know, I know what it is, but explain it. I don't. I'm a financial planner. I, I Talk to me like I'm a five-year-old. Okay. You need to be part of an arts incubator. I do need okay. to be part of an arts incubator. Okay. So mixed media is um, anything other than, okay, it would, if you put a painting on the wall and it's oil on canvas, that's one medium. It's oil on canvas. If you come into idea, there are probably 15 or 20 pieces that are made out of accumulated things. I found some saw blades and gave them to an artist, and now there's this incredible piece of art with resin and saw blades hanging on and wood hanging on the wall. So mixed media is anything more than just one, one thing, one. oil on canvas gotcha. or acrylic on canvas or whatever. Yeah. What, what about, one last hot or not before we go for the day, what about public art? Oh, she, she stands up at <laughs> if attention. If only you could have seen her reaction. Uh, stands up at attention. So I'm taking, so, you think this is a hot thing, huh? I do. I um, So for two years, I have been kind of a pain in the, you know what, in Chambly just pushing public art because if you look at Roswell and you look at Norcross, you know what art does for a city. It's really great when the restaurants come, the arts should come second, and then everything else should come. So I would love to put sculptures in Keswick Park, sculptures outside of buildings on corners, just everything. I, uh, sculptures that represent historical things, uh, just one thing I don't see here anywhere in the metro Atlanta area that I've seen recently when I travel is it's either the phone boxes or the electrical boxes are all painted in cities. Yeah. What's up with that? And how it's, would like we get... it's like Whole Foods one has a choo-choo train on the box. Right. How, yeah. do you, how do we get something like that started? 
like it's almost like the Sandy Springs turtles too. They yeah, have they've done a great job with those turtles. They're yeah. all over the city of Sandy Springs. So the way that you get something started is you get someone to listen. Listen to me. She pointing at herself. So this would obviously, naturally, with public art, would most likely need to include uh, someone from the city because you're talking about right of ways and whatnot. And so you're you're saying we need to get the city involved in making these decisions. Yeah, and also the um, we've hired this wonderful new developer who's going to start working on the new city center. Uh-huh. Correct. So I would love to talk to him. Is art, public art, included in that? You know, right. I would think more than the developer, probably the architect that's the architect. planning it all right. out. That's sure. who yeah. you need to talk with. Yeah, so. so absolutely. Well, we appreciate y'all coming on the show. This is between two trains. <laughs> Go to Idea Gallery. <laughs> oh, Amy. <laughs> So, uh, Hannah, uh, Amy, thank you for coming on the show. And is there anything, uh, parting words, anything that you've got going on at uh, Idea Gallery coming up? Any events? Or? Well, uh, we just had a big party on the 10th Fantastic. of March. And, and um, we're going to have those fairly often. So, um, so this is this you something you're going to do every month or how often no, are you going to have them? Probably Maybe a quarter. Quarterly. Yeah. Once probably a quarter. every quarter. Yeah. And it's just a really create creative, um, you actually could call it an incubator. Well, of let sorts, us know when those events are. Hannah, since you're the marketing arm, let us know and we'll, we'll include that in announcements on future episodes of Between Two Trains. Okay. Uh, Tom, as, as the, Guru of the Shambly Chamber, I believe we got the State of the City coming up on April 26th, correct? Yeah, that's the date. Thank you, April 26th. <laughs> April 26th. <laughs> tell, tell us about the State of the City. What's happening the, with uh, that? The State of the City will be held at the Atlanta Marriott Century Center. Uh, of course, features Mayor Clarkson giving his State of the City address. Um, we still have room for sponsorships available. It is free to the public. All you have to do is register. You can go to the Shambly Chamber website and register to attend. And uh, it's a great event. brings a lot of people together and uh, just have a chance to hear what's happening in the city. So that's coming up. All right. Well, once again, we want to thank you for listening to Between Two Trains. Um, You can hear us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we're even on YouTube. So check us out. You can hear past uh, episodes of Between Two Trains. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is Amy Allery, owner of Idea Gallery. She's tied to the chair at the Shambly Chamber. She's a hostage.